Hello, this is Ed Hill, host of the Memphis Home Maintenance Show. We're so glad you joined us on our podcast today. We really appreciate you listening in. We're going to talk about a subject that if you're a homeowner, probably you've had some questions about this. You may not know very much about it, but I can assure you that I do because I'm not only the host of the Memphis Home Maintenance Show, heard across the nation, by the way, but I'm also senior consultant with Masters Roofing in Memphis, Tennessee. So when we talk about insurance storm claims, the good, the bad, and the ugly, I know a lot about this topic. So I'm going to give you a list of several things here and explain a little bit about each point, and I think you'll understand better if you need to file an insurance storm claim on roof damage relating to wind or hail or tree damage. So let's get started on our list. Number one, trust but verify. Now what I mean by that is if you are approached by a roofer in your area, whether it's Memphis or somewhere in South Dakota or California or New Jersey, wherever you may live, if you're approached by a roofer assuring you that they can get your roof replaced through insurance, they might be able to, and it might be legit, but I would trust and verify. I would make sure of the reputation of that roofing company and even of the reputation of that individual um, employee or representative of the roofing company. I would want to know more about their business practices, who they are, and how they have behaved in your community. That would be important. Number two is you need to realize that whether or not you should file an insurance storm damage claim depends on which insurance company you are with. Now, I'm not going to name names, but I will say that I've done this long enough since 2008 that I know that it matters a lot about who your insurance company is, even if you have legitimate storm damage. And I know that may seem amazing, but I am telling you that. You can have actual legitimate storm damage, but the ability to get any positive result depends greatly on which insurance company you have. Now, if you live locally in the Mid-South and Memphis, I can help educate you about that. You would just need to call me at 901-273-6594. Now, Another factor is it depends on your own claim history. Did you know that you're allowed by many insurance companies to only file two or three claims within a specified amount of time? And did you know if you exceed that, that you can be dropped from your insurance policy with that insurer? One of the questions that I often ask people is, what is their claim history? What I want to hear them say is, is virtually nothing or literally nothing. We've never filed a claim. That would be great. But if they tell me that they've got two existing claims and filed three the year before, I'm going to highly suggest that they talk with their insurance agent 
before they do anything else, lest they put themselves in a position of being dropped. I bet you never heard that from one of your local roofers. All right, here's another one. It defends a lot on your future plans. If if you are seeking to sell the home and get out of Dodge, maybe a claim is not in your best interest. It might be in order to help sell the home, but it might not be. It depends a lot on what you want to have happen in your future. Um, it, it may be that uh, you're planning to live there until they take you to the old folks' home. Well, you may need a roof for a long time, and if there's legitimate damage, it may be in your interest, depending on your insurance company and the type of policy you have as to whether or not you file an insurance claim. Here's another thing to think about. It depends on your own ability to handle your policy deductible. Now, I know that you hear all the time from roofers all over the country that they can waive and uh, uh, roll the deductible into this, they can do this, they can wave a wand over it, whatever. Listen, does that make sense to you? Does that sound right? No, it doesn't. So when you have an insurance policy, you are responsible according to the policy and the contract that you have with your insurer, you are responsible to handle your portion of the claim. Think of it as a copay when you go to your doctor. Does anybody there talk about waiving it or making it disappear or rolling it into this or that? No, it's your responsibility to pay it. So if you have a very large deductible, like a $5,000 deductible or a 1% of your home value deductible, and that might be, depending on how nice your home is, you may have a you know, uh, $3,000 deductible or more even, maybe much more depending on the type of home you live in. So are, are you able to handle that deductible? How will you handle that? And that's an important question because it may be that it would be in your best interest to make some simple repairs because what's wrong is going to be way below your deductible. And if you file a claim, the insurance company will tell you, yep, uh, there's some issues there and you're, it's below your deductible. So thanks for filing a claim and we're not giving you a penny. I mean, that can happen, right? Here's another thing that you need to think about. Some of you, um, actually from experience, I'm going to go ahead and say it, almost all of you have no idea what type of property insurance policy you have on your home. You don't know. Some of you do, but you're insurance agents. The rest of you do not know, most likely. So what am I talking about here? Well, again, this is probably something that that uh, 19-year-old rookie roofer with the local roofing company doesn't even know anything about. And if he does, he might not even bring it up. He just wants to get you into a claim. All right. Wow. All right. Here's the deal. There, are, there may be many types of insurance policies on homes, but there are two major ones I know about. and This, this is all I ever run into. So here they are. 
The type that, in my opinion, you want to have is what's called a full replacement policy. And what that means is that the policy is written in such a way that if your roof is damaged and it's, you know, it's legitimate and the insurance company looks at it and they agree it's damaged, they're going to write you a check for it, they're going to give you all the money. Now, they may give you some up front, some on the back, that's fine. But let, let's use a numerical example. Let's say it's a $10,000 roof claim to replace your roof. You have a $1,000 deductible. That's your responsibility to pay that part. We've already nailed that down. But the insurance company, if it's a full replacement policy, a replacement cost policy, they're going to pay you $9,000 on that $10,000 claim and you pay the deductible, and their money and your deductible equals the total of 10000 Does that make sense? That's the type of policy that you want. There are many insurance companies that have that type of policy. But here's what I'm going to tell you something here that you probably don't know, and you didn't even know you didn't know this, but you need to know this. Other policies, in fact, I'm starting to see this more and more, have, they are rather, they have a provision where it makes them actual cash value policies. That's different from a replacement cost policy. And here's why. All insurance companies depreciate the claim based on the age of the roof. Nothing wrong with that. The difference is a replacement policy, whereas they may depreciate it, they're going to hang on to that money, but then when the work is proven to have been completed, they'll release the money to you. Okay, you follow me? Not so with an actual cash value policy. An actual cash value policy means they are going to pay you, at least on the materials, what it costs to build your roof, 20 years ago, right? Because they've depreciated it. Now, they can't depreciate labor, so that would be in today's money, but they depreciate it quite a bit. So let me give you an example. If you have an insurance policy, and there are many well-known companies that have these policies that has an ACV feature in their policy, maybe even just on the roof, or maybe the whole policy, you know, but especially the roof. Then let's say that they agree your roof is indeed damaged and you have a $10,000 claim, and, and they agree with that. But remember, they've depreciated it. So you're going to get, you know, roughly, let's make it simple. You're going to get roughly 50%, maybe a little more, maybe a little less, of the money that you need to replace the roof. So let's give you actual dollars and cents. You've got a thousand deductible, so that leaves nine thousand dollars in expense to replace the roof, right? Well, if it was a replacement policy, then then one way or another you would be getting the other nine thousand from the insurance company. But if it's an actual cash value policy, <laughs> guess what? That 9000 you would have got under a replacement policy is probably going to be more like four or 5000 maybe six, 
but there's going to be a gap that you will have to make up for the total amount. So the question is, not, not only can you handle your deductible as you rightly should, but can you also handle the additional amount that the insurance won't pay even though it's a replacement, they agree it's, it needs to be replaced, but you have an ACV policy and they hang on to the depreciation. You'll never get that. Are you able to do the deductible and whatever that other amount is? Now, many people are, and it's not a problem, but many people are not able to do that. Now, what I do is I tell people when I find out, uh, when I meet them, I find out who their insurer is and what type of policy they have. If the homeowner just doesn't know, then I tell them, hey, before we do anything, talk with your insurance agent and find out what your policy actually is. And the, the insurance agent will help them understand how the policy works. That will help the homeowner decide, do they need to file an insurance claim? It may not be in their best interest, or it may. I've helped lots of people file legitimate claims, and they got their roofs replaced through the insurance process. Uh, nothing shady about that. It's all above board. The insurance company sends out adjusters. They look at the same damage, and they agree. I mean, this not rocket surgery here, <laughs> right? Did you get that? Anyway. Just remember, insurance storm claims can be legitimate, and many times they should be filed, but there are a variety of factors that may make it not in your best interest to do it, or maybe not at this time, and perhaps later. So you need to know all of that, and I bet more than anything, I probably raise questions in your mind. If you live in the Memphis Mid-South region, call me at 901 273-6594. Let's get your questions answered, and then we'll see, you know, a step at a time where we need to go from there. And some of you are right in the middle of a big mess, and you need some advice, either regarding the, the roofer or regarding the insurer. You're welcome to call me. And I will even, if you live around the nation and perhaps you're confused and you need some help, I'll take your call, 901-273-6594. Well, again, we thank you for listening in today, and we hope that uh, this has been very enlightening and educational for you, and that you are better prepared, very, uh, you know, very much more knowledgeable about the insurance storm claim process, the ins and outs, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But thanks again for listening. This is your host, Ed Hill, also a senior consultant with Masters Roofing, Memphis, Tennessee. Give me a call at 901-273-6594.